0: Hi and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness bestie, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that is entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hello to the second episode of Wellness with Lana. I am so excited to be talking about how to have your hot girl summer because it's pretty much June and summer is almost here. So whether you're in high school and you're finishing up or you're in college and you've already had a couple weeks of summer like me, I feel like it's time to talk about the whole hot girl summer trend and how everyone seems to obsess about it. Um, I think to the point of where it can get a little bit toxic and some of my tips on how to have your hot girl summer and really glow up physically, but also mentally as well. Um, so before we get into the episode, I'm going to talk about uh, my something that I'm grateful for and something that I'm not just so grateful for. So right now, as you're listening to this episode, I'm actually in Washington, D.C. for a um, school event. And obviously, that is something I'm pre-recording this, but that is something I'm very grateful for to have the opportunity to travel and experience new things, especially after COVID. Anytime I travel, I try to be extremely grateful since we were stuck at home for a very long time. So that's that. And then my low is something I'm not very grateful for is just probably getting out of my routine so while I'm so grateful for traveling I do I'm a very routine based person so when I do travel I get knocked off a lot like I don't sleep super well like my digestion is off you know my everything just seems a little bit off so I love traveling but I don't really like the side effects that come with it. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of my week so far. Um, and if you live in Washington, D.C., um, just send me, like, an Instagram DM and maybe we could find a time to meet. But anyway, I want to have a quick disclaimer regarding this Roll summer before getting into the actual tips because I think this entire hot girl summer thing has been very toxic on social media. I've seen a lot of TikToks and reels talking about it and it's a lot about just like dropping weight or being skinny and in my opinion that's not the point of a hot girl summer but so it's not about you know getting your perfect body. Um, Your perfect body is actually like preset. You can actually pretty much figure out your set point weight that is kind of the weight where genetically you are at the healthiest. I have been below that weight and you are not, like things just don't work in your body right. Um, Emotionally, you're not um, completely like in balance with your body along with physically. And obviously if you're over it, the same thing. So you kind of have this set point weight where your body functions the best. And normally you're at your set point weight when you're eating well and you're not restricting food, but you're also like making smart decisions and you're moving your body, but you're not over-exercising. So you're just living life um, to the fullest, which is important to note. Um, so yeah, it's not about restriction. Having a hot girl summer is not about getting a perfect body. And it's also not about um isolating yourself to become the best version of you. I think there's been a lot of also videos of like disappear from social media for six months and show everyone how far you go. But in reality, that's isolating yourself from social connection and that is just like what's the point of summer if you can't go out and have fun things with your friends and you can't experience different things um and finally it's not about being productive 24 7 and it's also not about being lazy 24 7 so again with this whole that girl hot girl summer trend they wake up super early they journal they read they work out they do everything but somehow there's like no videos of people just sometimes just taking a break. And maybe you do wake up early, but maybe you have a slower morning before you work out or you do something fun afterwards. So you don't need to be productive and you don't also, and that doesn't mean you're also going to be lazy 24 seven. So I think that's kind of a stigma that our society has put on everyone, especially this whole that girl trend is like, she's always being productive, but sometimes that can be unhealthy. And summer is a time of rest for a lot of high school and college students like we work all year super hard on all of our classes and activities and more and summer is just a time to kind of let loose and maybe get a summer job but also have time with friends and family and do some hobbies and things you enjoy. So, now that that very long disclaimer is over, I want to get into how to have a real hot girl summer, a realistic hot girl summer, and something that you would feel good uh, mentally and physically because it will align with what your body needs and kind of how it was designed to live. So, I have five little tips, but I'll go pretty into depth on all five of these. So, number one, it's about abundance and adding a ton to your diet. So, I think when you think of hot girl summer, you think of skinny and automatically in your mind, you think, well, skinny people don't eat a lot. That's actually not necessarily true and that's not healthy. So the summer is the perfect time to be adding a ton of variety to your diet. You know, go to eat once in a while or try a new fruit, try a new vegetable. Things are in season. Go to the farmer's market. Like there's so much you can add to your diet and it's healthy to do so and having this kind of balanced mindset is what's going to work long-term. So remember, I think I mentioned this in my previous episode, but fad diets do not ever work long-term. So restriction does not work long-term. Trust me, I did restrict for a long period of time, and it backfired, and it's still backfiring now, and I am having to pretty much replenish my body with what I was restricting it to. So if your body, for example, I like to kind of think of it this way. So, if your body tells you to drink water and you do, and you know you're not you're not embarrassed for drinking water when other people aren't drinking water, you're thirsty, so you're going to drink water. And um, then how come people are so worried when their body tells them to eat food? So intuitive eating is something I will kind of touch on. It's a very touchy subject for me in particular because if you have any disordered eating, being intuitive with your food is nearly impossible. Um, Your hunger cues are pretty much gone, so it's hard to be like, oh, I'm hungry, I'm going to grab something because a lot of times you're not hungry and you're normally grabbing something because oh, it's around breakfast time, I should eat something. Oh, it's around lunchtime, I should eat something. And you know what? That's healthy, okay? It's healthy if you know physically that you don't have hunger cues, but you know that you need food to survive and to reach your, like, being strong and fit and have, have, like, be happy and be energized, then sometimes that's what you need to do. But, um, really try and get in tune with your body. And that's something I'm trying to do this summer is I think due to, you know, restriction and then kind of overdoing it and then restriction again, this entire cycle, like I really struggle with um, kind of trying to gauge what my body needs in the moment. And a lot of times your body is smart and it tells you like, hey, you kind of need some protein. So you start craving, you know, meat or tofu or eggs. And a lot of times your body's like, oh, you didn't really have carbs today. So you start craving bread and rice and pasta. And that's kind of your body trying to fulfill all of its macronutrients. So speaking of macronutrients, by the way, you need like all three to reach your fitness goals. Okay. Cutting out carbs, cutting out fat is, is just so dumb because there's a point, there's like a reason why your body needs all three. And when it functions on one or two... There are other kind of things um, that you're like, really, you're not only restricting yourself, but then you are not fulfilling kind of your true like athletic performance and peak, and you're also not feeling the best because you're not giving your body what it needs. So intuitively eating, I'm gonna kind of return back to this, it's doing what will feel good physically and mentally. And this is something I know is extremely difficult for me and for a lot of girls out there who dealt with disordered eating and dealt with all these food rules and you can't eat this, but you can eat this and you can only eat at a certain time. And this has too many, like, I don't know, this has too many grams of sugar or calories or whatever. Intuitively eating is not a diet. It is not a way to lose weight and it's not a way to um restrict yourself more the point is to go back to like the whole kind of like you drink water because you're thirsty you're going to eat food because you're hungry and sometimes that means like you know sometimes not eating when you're hungry because you know okay i have work from like 8 to 5 p.m., and you know, I'm probably gonna have to eat breakfast a little earlier than normal because I won't have time to eat breakfast, and then you know, I'll have like lunch, but then like dinner is gonna be after. So, sometimes you need to eat when you're not hungry, and I know that's very challenging to people who have had disordered eating pasts like me because that's kind of something you struggled with. And on top of that, sometimes you have to be spontaneous, sometimes you're biking. And then all of a sudden, there's a cute little ice cream shop and you go and grab some ice cream. You don't need to freak out about that. You might not be super hungry for the ice cream, but sometimes it's nice to just enjoy ice cream and be a normal human. So you need to remind yourself that. But at the same time, you know, sometimes when you really learn to trust your body, you learn that it doesn't crave like ice cream and pizza 24-7. A lot of times, at least for my body, it craves generally um salads especially when it's hot out you know uh, protein is spe- like specifically meat and eggs when I'm running low in protein I can kind of sense my body's like mm, you need more um I remember kind of a couple months ago when I was really going through kind of my last um like recovery phase for my eating disorder I was obsessed with vegan cheese and vegan cream cheese and almond milk. So all three of those were pretty much made out of almonds and in it had a lot of calcium and my bones grew like physically my bones grew so much but my body was kept asking me for like I was like chugging almond milk. I was eating like vegan cheese by the package because it's like my body needed that calcium, and if you're wondering why it's all vegan and not like actual dairy, um, I've had some really bad, you know, stomach and skin issues due to like an intolerance to milk and lactose in general. So I have been not like I have not consumed dairy in a while, and I try to avoid it um, when possible because it doesn't make me feel good. That's another way of intuitive eating. Like if something kind of makes your stomach hurt, don't eat it. Okay. And for me, one thing that I kind of started to develop an intolerance to peanuts as well. And here's the problem. I love my nut butter a lot. I eat nut butter like all the time, but I noticed that every time I was eating it or eating anything with peanuts, like my mom makes this amazing peanut salad. Anytime I ate it, I would get Um, My throat would start to close up not horribly. I would still be able to breathe and I would get a really red ring around my mouth and my mouth became like super chapped and dry and very quickly I realized that like when I ate it my digestion was off like things were just not good. So I've been having to avoid um, peanuts and a lot of other nuts just because of that and that's kind of part of intuitive eating is eating something and knowing like hey you did not feel good after this so maybe next time choose something else that would not make you feel this way so that was a big rant on that but pretty much moral of the story try to heal your relationship with food try to view food as just energy and not like ice cream is bad, salad is good. They're both food and they both have different types of nutrients. And yeah, salad might have more like vitamins and minerals, but you also need to feed your soul um, when you eat. So it can't all just be for like nutrients. Otherwise, you're taking the fun out of food. So again, I mentioned abundance. So fresh fruit and veggies from like the fresh garden. And, um, because of this warm season, a lot of you will probably end up craving, you know, salads and smoothies and acai bowls and sandwiches, things that are more cold. And that is totally normal and fine and enjoy them. Um, cooking and baking at home. You have more time. So cook and bake from home. Try new recipes. I post a lot of recipes on my TikTok and my Instagram. So try those out. They're all kind of like more nutrient dense versions Um, I try not to say the word healthy too much because for me, healthy means nutrient dense. So it provides my body with energy, but it also provides it with, I don't know, certain vitamins. It provides it with some good healthy fats and carbs and protein. So I consider that healthy because it's nutrient dense. But once in a while I will have like a normal cookie that's not, I don't know, like a healthy cookie just because sometimes it's good to just enjoy it for the soul. And when you cook or bake, romanticize it. So a lot of people who struggle with, um, you know, disordered eating or even like bloating um, and you just don't feel good after eating, a lot of times it's because you're kind of not enjoying the food or you're like getting really stressed out about the food. So romanticize your cooking, take time to make it look pretty, sit down like, kind of turn your phone off and just like sit down and enjoy it. And I know how hard this sounds, but this is also part of intuitive eating is like you need to eat mindfully. You need to like actually taste the food and not just like shovel it in your mouth and go because your body won't really realize that it's like eating if you constantly eat in like two minutes in the car before going somewhere. So sometimes you need to carve out like at least 10 minutes, just sit down and like enjoy your food and not worry about going anywhere. So, um, never ever forget about water. This is kind of the last thing for your hot girl summer tip one is like, don't forget about drinking water and staying hydrated. I know in the summer it can be easier to drink water because in the winter you're not really outside, you're not very thirsty, But in the summer, you're outside more, so always have a water bottle on hand. And if the water gets a little too boring, I love to add mint. I like to drink tea, um, add lemon to your water. So there's a lot of different ways to enjoy um, staying hydrated. So on to number two. So it's about accepting your body and moving in ways it feels good. And so not being obsessed about your body looking good. So... On top of intuitive eating there's also something called intuitive movement okay and this sounds really crazy but there's kind of two sides to it where sometimes if you are feeling like trash like you just don't feel good you might be sick you might be injured or you are just exhausted because you got three hours of sleep and you are just not feeling it today Don't force yourself to do a super hard workout. Like, don't go and just start lifting a bunch of weights because you were probably going to feel worse and you were going to come out of that workout feeling defeated and you're going to be like, wow, I'm never going to do that again. When it comes to intuitive movement, kind of see where your body's at, where your energy levels and sometimes you do need a little push, okay? I'm not going to say like anytime you don't feel like working out, don't when you don't feel like working out, do some gentle movement. I'm not saying like skip your workout altogether. Do some gentle movement. So maybe take a walk or do some Pilates or stretching, Um, even doing a little bit of maybe like a little ab workout, something that's not super intense um, on days that you might feel kind of blah. Sometimes you might have to not do your entire like workout plan, your weekly plan, whatever you do, like Like, normally I hit upper body Monday, um, glutes and legs Tuesday. Wednesday tends to be like abs, like things like that. Sometimes I deviate from the plan or I switch things around if I don't feel super good. Um, I have a quick story. So, yesterday I woke up and my head hurt. So, I made like a little deal with myself. I said, if I was going to work out, for 10 minutes, and I did not feel better, I felt worse, then I was going to do some stretching and kind of call it a day. Thursdays are generally kind of a like tough workout day for me because I generally do a lot of like hit, and that's kind of like my push day before Friday. Friday tends to be Pilates. Um, So I started and at first I did not feel good, but after I got in the groove of like 10 minutes, my headache went away, I felt a lot better, and I was able to finish the workout. So sometimes you need a little push, but always make a deal with yourself that if you still don't feel good, then you have every right to change around your workout plan or maybe do something a little more gentler so then the next day you can come back and crush your workout because you listened to your body and you gave it what it needed at the moment. And then also know that there's a lot of different types of movement. So try it in the summer. You know, hot girl walks is something I post about a lot. And as you're listening to this podcast, I'm ho- I am hope that you're on your hot girl walk. But there's also Pilates and weightlifting and cycling and um, just doing so many different things with, um, you could even try doing stuff with your friends. And that just makes movement so much more fun. And if you live next to like, the lake or the beach or the ocean. I am so jealous of you. And take advantage of that and go swimming and try surfing and paddle boarding. So there are different types of movement and they don't have to be in a gym to count as a workout. And then finally, um, I mentioned accepting your body. So know that bad body image, image days will happen. I know it's the summer and everyone's in little shorts and crop tops and swimsuits and all of that kind of stuff. And sometimes you just don't feel good. And it's totally normal. Sometimes I look at myself and I'm just like, dang, I'm super bloated. I look um, about six months pregnant. I don't feel good. I feel puffy and I just don't. I feel really under the weather. And when those kind of situations happen, how about let's not put ourselves in a um, sports bra and skin tight leggings and let's wear, you know, a comfy hoodie, some sweats and just get through the day. Because if you're going to keep looking at yourself and hating yourself for your poor body just decided to get bloated one day and you have to trash yourself over and over again, which trust me, I do this sometimes and it's quite horrible, then like why? You're just going to make yourself feel worse. But if you take care of your body and you maybe, you know, um, have some more nourishing meals, things that help with digestion, um, like quick three like foods, dried plums, um, beets, beets are really good. And anything with fiber, so whole wheat bread, bananas, oats, those things help you with bloating. Um, Stay away from things like broccoli, nuts, those don't help with bloating. Anyway, but, you know, know that bad body image days will happen and just um, being strong in those kinds of situations and respecting yourself enough to be like, I know if I look in the mirror right now, I'm going to pick myself apart and say very, just say very rude things to myself that I would not say to other people. So I'm going to just cover myself up with a sweatshirt and tomorrow wake up and everything will be better. Um, As I'm saying this to you, I'm going to, as your realistic wellness bestie, I'm going to tell you that this is very difficult for me. And I'm like, I sometimes look at myself and I like love, like, I'm getting stronger. You know, my abs are like ripped, like, but then other days I'm like, I look horrible. And unfortunately that's, I mean, that's not true, but that is something that happens. And it's not just to me. Take any Like fitness influencer, even model, and they all have bad body image days. So don't beat yourself up for not feeling confident 24-7. Confidence is something we're going to talk about later. So number three, it's about finding fun, rest, and productivity at the same time. So trying to balance everything, which is, again, something I struggle with, but I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm not perfect in any of these, and these are all kind of my goals for having my hot girl summer. So some days it's okay to wake up later than your normal wake-up time. I generally wake up around 5 a.m. That is very early, but some days I just don't feel good and I sleep in a little bit more. I sleep in an extra hour or two and that's okay. Um, and, you know, also finding ways to be productive, especially if you don't have something to do. Because you don't want to sit around at home and have nothing to do other than like working out like once a day and baking once a day. Um, So finding a summer job and a hobby to keep busy and just making sure to find time to do some little productive things like try reading a book for at least, you know, 10-15 minutes a day and just do stuff that keeps you busy but also make sure to set aside time for, you know, friends and family and having time to just rest and sometimes just spend time with yourself. So remember that Um, on top of, you know, having a job and spending time with friends and family, if you don't make time for yourself, you're going to be burnt out. So make sure to, you know, have some time to just, you know, relax, do a spa night, things like that are really, um, they just really recharge my batteries. So number four, it's about spending time outside. So it's summer people get your butt outside. Okay. We are stuck inside throughout all of winter. So, Why not take yourself outside and you're going to be happier. You're going to get that vitamin D and just you will be so happy and you can do productive things outside too. Um, You can do activities outside, you know, obviously walking, you can work out outside, you can um, read outside, you can spend time with friends outside, you can do so much outside and just cherish this time of warm weather, okay? I live in Minnesota. And in the winter, it gets so cold, like so cold, below zero. And I despise going outside, but I, I force myself to go outside every single day for like at least 15 minutes, you know, even if it's 20 below. But that is, it's summertime. So just take advantage of the warm weather and get yourself outside. So, lastly, number five on how to have your hot girl summer. I think it's about building confidence in yourself. Due to social media and everything else, I think a lot of us lost confidence in the way we look, the way we act. We tend to copy other people. We tend to copy their styles and copy their workouts and copy their food. And we sometimes make promises to ourselves and others that we don't keep. We lose confidence in how we look. We lose confidence how we feel. It's a pretty toxic cycle sometimes. So. Building your confidence requires a lot of different things, but obviously the first thing is building confidence within yourself. So if you say, for example, that, oh, I'm going to try and really eat nourishing meals today, like meals that will really give my body energy and make it feel good, and you then end up like never doing that, then how are you building confidence in yourself? So one of the biggest things is, just to try to keep the promises you make to yourself but also make them realistic promises okay you know exhibit a realistic promise i'm going to drink um i don't know 100 ounces of water today that's a pretty doable thing that anyone can do but exhibit b a not realistic promise or goal i'm never i'm never going to eat chocolate again like no why Why would you say that? Because then when you eat chocolate, then you feel bad about yourself. Then you're at risk for overeating all that chocolate because you feel bad about yourself. So make realistic little steps and promises that you'll be able to keep. And then you'll be building your confidence and feeling better from within. Another way to build your personal confidence is affirmations. So for me, um, I'm Christian. So I actually get a lot of affirmations from the Bible you don't need to do that. Um, weirdly enough, a lot of the affirmations I get from the Bible are like identical to a lot of affirmation websites and books for women. But anyway, um, so, you know, sometimes just some say it out loud in the mirror, like, I'm healthy, I'm strong, I'm confident, you know, I'm kind, those kinds of words. And the more you say them and you train your brain to like believe in them, then your subconscious mind starts to think of them and you don't constantly tear yourself down. Um, So yeah, building your confidence does not include tearing yourself down or being negative to yourself. It includes being kind to yourself and trying to um, put some good affirmations into your life. And then building confidence with others, I think, can be... um, very similar to building confidence with yourself. So being able to stand up for yourself. So if someone makes a comment of, oh my God, when someone makes a comment about like how much you eat, my best, you have to have like a good comeback for this, okay? So I was once at like a party and someone's like, oh my God, you eat so much. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I eat probably double more than this. And somehow I'm still looking great. So thank you very much. Um, You need to have a good comeback for people that will be negative because there will be people that trigger you and that will say not nice comments. Or if they like say something mean about your outfit and they're like, you kind of look a little frazzled and you could be like frazzled bedazzled, baby. I don't know. Whatever your comebacks are and whatever comments that really trigger you, have some good ways to uplift yourself, but also not be mean to the person. You don't want to start, you know, turning back and saying mean things back to them because, That just shows that you're insecure and generally when people make mean comments to you, that means they're insecure and they look to you to find ways to tear you down. So don't tear other people down. Just kind of find a way to ignore those kinds of comments and find ways to just get back up and then obviously keeping promises to other people. So if you tell your friends that you're going to, I don't know, bike on Saturday morning for, I don't know, two hours or whatever, actually show up. Don't just cancel last minute every single time. I get once in a while you're not in the mood, but you know, don't cancel things last minute. So keep promises to yourself. Keep promises to other people. Don't tear yourself or others down and just find ways to not take life so seriously. I take life extremely seriously. I've taken life. I was a very serious child growing up and I still am. But sometimes you need to like laugh and let loose and actually enjoy yourself because that's what summer is all about so my i'm just gonna recap really quick the five tips to have a hot girl summer it's about adding a lot of food to your diet and you know trying to eat intuitively and abundantly um number two accepting your body and moving it in ways to feel good number three finding fun rest and productivity so balancing all of those things number four spending time outside get that vitamin d and number five building your confidence so I hope you really enjoyed this podcast and that you will take some of these tips and have your hot girl summer. And if you do any one of these, make sure to tag me at Wellness with Lana on Instagram or TikTok, and I'll be happy to repost and just uplift you having your hot girl summer. I hope you have an amazing rest of your weekend and the next week. See you next week.